You're listening to Demon FM, and this is Outer Mission with the Monday Team. Live from LCB Depot for Leicester Comedy Festival, with me, Dan, and Charlie, with a host of special guests, director of Leicester Comedy Festival, Jeff Rowe, musical comic, Kyle D. Evans, and executive producer of ArtReach, Samuel Javid. Tweet us in, at Demon FM, to get involved now. Monday Team, kickstarting your week off right. And this is Outer Mission with the Monday Team. Hi, Charlie. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, yeah, so yeah, we're broadcasting live from the LCB Depot. For Leicester Comedy Festival. And we have a very special guest here, uh, Mr. Jeff Rowe, who's the director and founder of the festival itself. Hello. Hello, how are you? I am great, how are good. you doing? I'm all right, I'm a bit sleepy, but uh, we're on day 13 of the festival. So. You've got, you got the Monday like blues. Yeah, well, hopefully not. It's a comedy festival, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not. That's, that's the <laughs> we'll point. be banishing the Monday blues. Is the idea, I think. Yeah, that is like that would be a good. That would be, a good, that would be that's what you hope. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. But Charlie, it's it's nice to be out of the studio for once, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. We've been we've been let out of our cage. We have. Yeah, we can. Um, um, it's nice having a window. I know we, we can see people. We can people watch people walking about. Yeah, oh, that's nice. We're just like yeah, we're we're in a dark not a dark studio. There's lights on, but like it's just very much enclosed. Yeah. Uh, so okay. it's nice being in public and seeing. Other people, other humans. <laughs> what is this your life generally, or just when you're on Demon FM? Pretty much both. I, both I don't really okay. like leave the house often. <laughs> but yeah, so um, we're going to get talking to you a lot about how you got started with the festival a bit later yeah. on. Okay. But um, so a big question we want to know is that um, our question of the day is how has comedy helped people? Okay. So is there anything in your life that it's like helped you through? I know that you've started the festival. I think like to bring people together and make people laugh. Is there any like is there any particular reason you went, why you did that? Uh, well, it's given me employment for 26 years, so uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's always a that's always a good that's, that's always a hope. That's one thing it's done. Um, I think comedy and humour is a is a good way of uh, coping with yeah. stuff um, uh, that life throws at you from time to time. So, uh, has comedy helped me? Um, I think, uh, blimey, that's a big question. I think. When my grandmother was very ill and was dying, um, it sounds a bit per perverse perhaps, but uh, comedy and humour was an important part of that process yeah. for me and from, from a family. Because um, although it was horrific, um, I think uh, my grandmother was a very funny person and yeah. uh, laughed until the very end of her life and uh, that was really positive. Um, so I think it can be a very useful thing to, to help you cope with the terrible stuff that can happen in life, really. I think comedy is um, as much about life as, as death is, you know, and I, and I think uh, comedy is something that everybody does. Laughter is something that everybody does. And our job with the Comedy Festival is to cram as many of those things as possible into 19 days in, in Leicester to, to bring it together with a festival, really. So I think the festival does bring people together. I think, you know, people find it a, a common common ground really if people can laugh at things I think it can also be a diversive thing as well you know comedy can can split people up um, if it's horrible comedy um, but hopefully we don't have very much of that in the festival uh, thank you very much that was, that was a great answer thank you it's very insightful um, but yeah if you want to get in touch with us and tell us how comedy has helped you uh, tweet us in at Demon FM and we'll be sure to read out any comments uh, towards the end of the show we do have a couple good things coming up Charlie what do we have coming up so we've be continuing talking to Jeffro about how he started off the festival and um, we'll be um, hearing from um, musical comic um, Kyle D Evans and he'll begin with a little song as well um, and then we'll be also um, speaking to um, Samuel, Samuel Javid, Javid. <laughs> from <laughs> um, our reach yeah who is um, 
based in the LCD uh, depot where we are broadcasting live from today. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's all coming up. All stuff to look forward to. Demon FM. Hello and welcome back to Demon FM. That was Hotter Than Hell by Dua Lipa. And this is still the Animation Show live from LCB Depot. Uh, we've still got Jeff here. Hello. Hello, I'm still here. <laughs> um, and we're just going to do a bit, of inter- a bit of an interview to see how you got started with the Leicester Comedy Festival and okay. why. Um, so as we know, you are the founder and the director of it. I am. Um, so why did you set the festival up? Uh, so... Uh I was studying arts management, which is now called Arts and Festivals Management at Dunwall University. And in our final year, we had to do a practical project. And uh, we got together, our group got together in the Student Union Bar. And uh, we were going to do, our lecturers at the time wanted us to do an Eastern European Theatre Festival. Um, and that sounded quite boring. <laughs> uh, so uh, somebody in our group, it wasn't me, uh, but somebody in our group said, why don't we put on a comedy festival? And um, we went, yeah, that sounds really exciting. Um, but at the time, uh, none of us had ever promoted comedy before. We didn't know any comedians um, or anything really about comedy. We quite liked comedy, but we didn't know anything about the industry. Um, but that naivety didn't put us off. And we uh, went about putting on the first Leicester Comedy Festival. That was in 1994, which I suspect was before you were even born, um, which makes me feel very old. Um, and then it went really well. Uh, 5,000 people came to the festival. We had 30 shows or something. Uh, and people really liked it. And I graduated and... Um, In the absence of any other employment, I decided to continue Leicester Comedy Festival with two friends who were on the course. So um, we did it again in 95. That was when we got our first main sponsor, which was incredibly scary. Um, But a lot of really good acts did the first first few festivals. And then we just carried on doing it. And uh, it grew and grew and grew. And this year we've got 847 shows in 19 days in 72 venues. 135,000 people will come. so it's just it was a sort of stupid idea that's just carried on really so you didn't expect it to take off as much as it did no never there was never a plan to keep it going and uh it probably took it probably took about 10 years if i'm honest uh, which is a long time for us to realize oh well, there's something going on here and we think um it might carry on uh, indefinitely so uh no there was never a plan to keep it going but i'm uh, i'm incredibly proud of what we've achieved with the festival and What's great about it, I think, is that acts and um, audiences seem to love the festival and it seems to have grown in importance um, for those, both of those groups of people, really. So, yeah, I think it's become quite a significant thing. I'm obviously I'm not the best person to judge it because I'm incredibly biased. Okay. I think it's marvellous. Um, <laughs> and uh, other people uh, seem to agree. So, uh, yeah, until somebody tells me to stop, I'll keep doing it. Yeah, awesome. So do you think, um, like, if it gets to a point where you can't continue it, that you hope someone will take it over? Do you mean when I'm even older? <laughs> Is that I what you mean? I didn't say that. Like, will they wheel me out in my wheelchair and go, are you still here You're doing just it? kicking and screaming. Like, no, comedians. it's mine. Tell us some jokes. Uh, um, I would like to think that if I uh, either didn't enjoy it anymore or, um, or couldn't do it anymore, uh, as you implied, uh, that it would carry on. I think... Um, I think it has a momentum about it now and uh, that's a really good thing that people expect there to be a comedy festival in Leicester in February Um, but also it's not the hardest job in the world I'd be lying if it was but um, that kind of puts a lot of it does put some pressure on us to keep this thing going Um, it's a very small team of people that put it on 
it's a registered charity. We don't do it to make money. Um, we just do it because it's a great thing. And uh, so I would like to think it will outlive me. But uh, let's not dwell on that too much right now. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't wearing that to say like, oh, the, the end's near. You better, <laughs> better, get, better get planning for what's coming up. Um, that would be the end of the interview if you were. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, goodbye. So um, there's been many festivals. Do you have any particular highlights? Oh, loads, uh, loads and loads and loads and loads. Um, I'm not going to make you pick a favourite comedian because I think you might. I think someone sitting next to you might be like, oh, pick me. Well, uh, <laughs> I just met him two minutes. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like, oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hilarious. <laughs> I don't, I don't have favourite comedians. I think, um, I mean, the highlights for me are, are probably slightly different. I think to the highlights to to most people. Um, because uh, I I get excited about the kind of um, get excited about watching comedy, but I also get excited about the nitty gritty of the festival. Really, so um, there's been loads of highlights. W- watching acts progress through the festival over the years is is a fantastic thing. So there's numerous famous comedians who I've seen when they were tiny and uh, and <laughs> maybe in some cases weren't very good, um, <laughs> but now they're household names, and that's that's really nice. Booking some of my Heroes. La- last year in the festival, I got to interview Harry Hill live mm. on stage, which was just incredible. Um, and yesterday, I interviewed Tom Allen. I do enjoy doing those those things because um, it's just an opportunity to have a chat with some people that I've got to know over the years, really. So uh, I don't know whether that answers your question or not, but yeah. uh, there's been lots and lots of highlights. Do you think in future you might like perform? No, that would be a really bad thing to happen. Uh, people do ask me that from time to time. Would, have I ever done stand-up, or would I ever do stand-up? I'm not. I'm not. There's plenty of p- comedy promoters who are also comedians. Um, personally, uh, uh, that's absolutely fine if people want to do both. Um, I've never wanted to perform. I've always wanted to be. My favourite place is either backstage or, yeah. s- or standing at the back of a room watching a crowd of people have a great time Being and like, laughing. I did this. I sorted this out. <laughs> yeah, that makes me sound arrogant, but not, not like that really at all. I'm not, uh, I, don't, I don't want to be on stage. Um, I've, since the age of 13, I wanted to be a promoter, yeah. producer, and, uh, and that's what I am, so that's fine. But yeah, just quickly, do you have any uh, aims or plans for the future of the festival? Um, keep it going is yeah. the honest answer um, it, it's, uh, it evolves and grows and changes over time and that's fine I think festivals should do that yeah. to remain festive and exciting um, so no no master plan really it's just, just kind of become your legacy now Try uh, not to die. S- slightly, yeah, yes, yes. I'll try not to keel over anytime <laughs> soon. But who knows? I might. It could happen. Okay. Um, thank you very much. That's okay. We'll keep bombarding you with questions throughout the show. I'm sure. Just keep doing that. But now we have a very special performance by musical comic Kyle D. Evans. Hello. Hello. Um, could you tell us a bit about what you're going to do? Yes, now that uh, Jeff's been forced to face his own mortality live on air, I'm going to tackle something a bit smaller. The, the, the show is all about, it's kind of a catharsis for my own excessive pedantry. I'm one of those terribly um, pedantic uh, men uh, that, that the world doesn't really need any more of. So, uh, so it's all about me trying to purge, uh, purge my pedantry from my, from my system. And um, So th- this is a song... F- kind of for the pedant in your life, I suppose. Awesome. He's a pedant. He knows that strawberry's not a fruit. He's a pedant. He knows Brazil nuts aren't nuts too. He's a pedant. And each time that he walks into a room, everybody gets self-conscious whether they meant who or whom. He's a pedant. 
He knows that snooker's not a sport, he's a pedant. He knows Napoleon wasn't short, he's a pedant. When he watches QI, he just gets sour, cause he knew it all already, and now he's wasted half an hour. And he says things like, I hate to tell you this, but I'll let you down gently. Kirk never said beam me up, Sherlock never said elementary. And Ingrid Bergman never said play it again, Sam. And you'll be thinking, frankly, mate, I couldn't give a damn. He's a pedant. Don't say you're starving when he's near, he's a pedant. He'll say you mean hungry, my dear. He's a pedant. Don't talk to him, you know what to expect. He'll be oh so condescending if your chromosomes XX. And recently he got a text from an old flames number. It woke him from an uncharacteristically deep slumber. Said you're going to be a daddy. He was shocked beyond belief. Cause they'd misspelt your Y-O-U-R, not Y-O-U-R-E. He's a pedant. He knows the capital of Chad. He's a pedant. It's in Germaina, but then you knew that. He's a pedant. And the strangest thing you'd have to say He writes songs in the third person just to make it seem okay He writes songs in the third person just to make it seem okay Thank you, thank you. Thank, thank, thank you. Very much. Yeah, so that was Kyle D. Show just to tell us a bit about out here that is going on tonight at the Leicester Comedy Festival. But right now, um, I'm joined with um, Sam Samuel Javis, um, who is um, works at Artreach, which is a place in the LCD depot where we are um, broadcasting live from today. So, hello, Samuel. How are you? Hey, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me here. It's not too far to travel from my office, which is nice. Yeah, it's just a couple of flights of stairs. Yeah. That's, all, that's awesome. Um, so, tell us a bit about... Um, Artreach and how did it come about? Yeah, so Artreach is one of the 50 or so companies based in the LCB depot here. Uh, we uh, a recent charity, but we call ourselves a cultural development agency, which might be a term we've made up, but essentially it means we've got a whole, a whole series of different strands of work, um, all with the aim of kind of furthering social and cultural aims. So we run festivals and events. We work with local authorities to develop um, kind of public art strategies or develop cultural strategies. We help big art centres and museums raise money for new buildings. Um, and we also have a new strand of our work, which is based here in Leicester around All Saints Church. So we've just got our hands on, um, for two years, courtesy of the Co Church's Conservation Trust, uh, a disused church around the corner from High Cross. Oh, very so nice. So we're currently looking at um, what fun things we can do with that. Yeah, yeah. And all ideas are welcome. Very nice. Um, so just kind of going on a bit from that, um, how do you think like art reach benefits the local community? Like, is it like mm -hmm. what what other stuff do you sure? Kind of do? Well, um, I said we, we work nationally, but uh, in Leicester, in fact, one of our key festivals takes place in Leicester every August. It's called Journeys Festival International. So Journeys Festival was really born out of our work. We we started doing work six or seven years ago with the refugee and asylum seeker community in Leicester. 
um, refugee and asylum seeker artists in particular. So we worked with them to develop, a, at, at that time, it was a live music showcase. So we'd showcase maybe three or four times a year the, the kind of talents of these refugee artists through music, and that slowly turned into a festival. Yeah. Uh, and we now work uh, on a year-round basis with refugee and asylum seeker artists who are housed here by the Home Office in Leicester. But um, we've just started branching that out as well to Manchester and Portsmouth. So as well as uh, the work we're doing here, we're able to share ideas, artists, networks, um, help other companies who can uh, better better support refugees in their city as well. Yeah, no, no, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, do you have any further events that are coming up that you'd like to talk about? Mm, uh, well, we do have quite a busy year this year in Leicester again we've got Journeys Festival International yep. one thing I am keen to uh, talk more about is this church um, All Saints Church has not been used the last 30, 30 years for regular programme events but we're reaching out to kind of artistic partners people like yourselves who might have ideas yeah. uh, exhibitions, visual artists, dance artists festivals, anyone who's got an idea um, most people have always wanted to do something in a uh, abandoned, unused, disused church. It's not abandoned, that makes it sound unloved. Yeah. It's loved, but um, it's our turn to love it for a few years. So we're looking really at what we can do in the next six months to build that a program up there. Yeah. Working with uh, you guys, Democracy University, working with other universities in the area. Um, and we've just put a call out online if you want to look at Artreach's Facebook, yeah. uh, which is Artreach Events. Um, to people to collaborate with. At the moment, it's a general call-out. If you've got an idea, we've suddenly got a space. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, yeah, you talked about um, the Facebook then. Um, is there any other way that um, people can like interact with Artreach? Yeah, certainly the best way is probably if you Google Artreach. Yep. Um, we should come up. There's a few pesky companies in America that have got the same name, but they... <laughs> uh, they shouldn't come up here. Um, Artreach events is on Facebook, artreach.biz, B-I-Z, online. You can see the whole range of work we do um, in terms of supporting artists, developing artists, and producing our own festivals and events as well. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, yeah, um, what was what's your favourite part about working for Artreach uh, in the company? Uh, my role is the executive producer, which is quite fun because it means I can come up with, uh, come up with ideas, and if they're good enough, it means the team are there to support me in, in realising them. Uh, we had an idea three or four months ago that we wanted to help schools in Leicester to put on light festivals in their playgrounds and it was a, quite a fun idea at the time but um, three or four months later we're fundraising for it and we're looking, we've got three schools on board and looking to make yeah. it happen so for me being able to have an idea and see it through is, is one of the unique things we can do there. No, that's awesome. So yeah, um, coming to the end of the interview now, I'm just going to quickly ask you our question of the day mm -hmm. which was how has comedy helped you out um, in your how has it helped me? Life. Well, uh, interestingly, my job before this was project yeah. manager in the comedy festival. Um, Very nice. So, in terms of uh, my own, in terms of helping me, uh, it was giving me an opportunity to manage one of the biggest festivals in the city, which has really helped me in other places develop the skills I need to manage festivals that I could do now, whether they're indoors or outdoors. But as I'm sure you've been telling everyone, this is one of the largest festivals in the country. Yep. So to be able to work on that definitely gave me a good experience. Mm. Awesome, awesome. So um, coming up after this, um, I'll be speaking to Kyle D. Evans to, um, so we can talk a bit, a bit more about his show. Let's Demon FM. Hello and welcome back once again to Demon FM. Um, this is Outer Mission Show, live from the LCB Depot. Charlie, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. The, the weather has taken a turn for the worse. It really worst. has. This window has, has given us the ability to see what the weather's like yes, now. Yes, and it's honestly a downpour. This is the, this is the peak of entertainment that people listen for. I know. Uh, we're still... <laughs> <laughs> the, weather, the weather's doing well. Um, 
this, we're still joined by Jeff Rowe, who is the director of the Leicester Comedy Festival, and Kyle D. Evans, who Hello. is a musical comic extraordinaire. Yes. Well, you'd be, you'd be the judge of the extraordinaire bit, but uh, well, the other part. We enjoyed your song very much. Thank it you. It was amazing. Um, so, yeah, you are performing tonight at the Leicester Comedy Festival. Yes. Um, your show's called Pop Songs for Penance, which obviously linked into the song that yeah. you just performed. Penance, yeah. It sounded yeah. like you said penance there, <laughs> oh. which is a different um, different <laughs> angle. That's my that's my Christian uh, comedy angle that I do oh. just, uh, <laughs> just on Sundays. But uh, yeah, six six thirty uh, yes, tonight at the at the shed at the shed. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. So tell us a bit more about yourself. Like, how did you start off with comedy? Uh, in quite an unconventional way, actually. I, I'm, I'm a teacher. I've always been a teacher, and I've or done sort of lectures for adults and things. I, I teach maths and uh, I love maths and I'm always trying to kind of make the public engage with it and uh, I do more and more of that kind of stuff, public engagement type work and um, people sort of said, you're, you're really good at this sort of thing, you should give comedy a go and um, yeah, it sort of <laughs> spoiled from there. But it's a strange sort of niche. I don't do a lot of comedy club comedy club like yeah. banter with the front row type stuff because I never really liked that kind of comedy so I just do this very weird niche sort of comedy that I enjoy and um, a handful of other people enjoy exactly yeah so um, what was like your kind of like first show what was your big big show that you first started off at uh, oh it's, uh, I did um, I did this thing called Fame Lab, which is actually a science communication um, sort of competition. But w winning that was then, and then once I won that, I started doing more comedy festivals, that kind of thing. So, um, uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was the one that made me think oh, I'm actually I'm alright at this. I might give this a go. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So um, obviously, you are a musical comic. Uh, tell us a bit more about how you perform. Like you did, you did a bit with your guitar earlier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I do, I do. So um, uh, a lot of the time it's kind of some visual jokes with kind of, um, I might have a PowerPoint or some kind of big uh, boards. Um, it's, it's very nerdy. There's, um, there's, there's quite a lot of graphs and charts and there's yeah. quite a lot of stoic, ironic, um, uh, low-key humour, as you might be picking up on. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's um, I don't really know. Uh, you shouldn't ask me to describe it, but um, you'll have to w ask one of the dozen or so people that have seen the show to describe it. Um, so um, let's talk a bit more about your show um, that's tonight at the at the Shad at 6.30pm. Yep. yep, yep, Pop Songs for Pedants. So I've been doing... The, uh, my, my last show was called Born to Some, uh, which was like a sort of musical, mathematical uh, crossover. This show is uh, still got a bit of maths, um, still got a bit of um, comedy, and uh, it's all about me purging uh, my uh, all this excessive pedantry uh, from my system, which the world, I mean, I think the world's got big enough problems um, at the moment without me going around saying, oh, you do know that the Hundred Years' War didn't actually last for a hundred years. And it's not, <laughs> that's what, not what anyone needs, is it? So um, it's kind of about me um, having a big purge of all that so that I can move on with my life and um, do other things. Are you somebody who's obsessed with apostrophes? 
yeah, I am a bit. Yeah, right. yeah. The the show's called Pop Songs for Pedants, and it's um, and as part of the purging, it's got um, unnecessary apostrophes in the songs <laughs> and the pedants, which I put there because I thought if people see that on a flyer and it really annoys them, I'll know they're my kind of people. If they yeah. c- when they come back to argue with me, I'll say, yeah, no, I, I agree. I just did that to make you come <laughs> back. <laughs> that was my and, plan. Um, and they're and they're, they're my guys. So yeah, yeah. I'm a bit of an apostrophe. Um, uh, snob, but it's important, you know. It's it's uh, it's important, but up to a point, I think. It, when you go around with an apostrophe on a stick, standing outside of um, <laughs> shops that don't have one in the in their shop title, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, that's probably going too far. So that's what the show's all about, really. It's just finding where the trade-off is. Mm. Oh no, no. So you're are you excited for tonight? Like? Yes, yeah, I am. I am ecstatic. Can you not tell from the tone of my voice? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. And uh, genuinely, though, I am looking forward to it. It's the first time that I've done this uh, this full show. Yeah. Uh, the advantage of that is that um, if anything goes hideously wrong, there's no precedent being set yet, so uh, there's yeah. nothing to judge it uh, against. Uh, but I, I think it. W- I think it's going to be good fun. Yeah, six thirty at the shed, yeah. uh, and uh, it's going to be very enjoyable. Mm. Yeah. Uh, just very quickly. Um, so our question of the day is obviously, mm. how has comedy helped you? So how has it helped you? Um, well, it's helped me just generally in my life in that it makes everything more enjoyable. I mean, I think the worst people in the world are the one people that don't have a sense of humour. I, do, I don't think there's any worse people uh, than people who are openly admittedly don't have a sense of humour. I feel ver- terribly sad for those people, actually. I mean, yeah. they don't need me to feel sorry for them. But um, So how has comedy helped me uh, as just help me generally enjoy my life and I would encourage everyone to uh, do the same yeah awesome so yeah so to find out more a bit more about Kyle's show tonight uh, head over to leicester-festival.co.uk and search for Kyle D Evans and Kyle you also have a Twitter um, at Kyle D Evans I do indeed I do indeed and this show is uh, there'll almost certainly be tickets they'll Sorry, hang on. Let's do this properly in the marketing way. There might be tickets on the door uh, if you turn up at 6.30. Uh, so uh, you can come on the door and uh, pay what you want if there's any seats left as well. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Thank awesome. you for coming along again. So um, coming up next, we're going to be playing a little game. So um, I'll be the judge of that. This is Demon. This is Demon FM. Yes. Hello, and welcome back to Demon FM. And now we have a very special game we're going to play. It's not its not even a good game, but I'm really, I, I enjoy it. So because it's the Leicester Comedy Festival, I thought what makes me happier is bad jokes. Like, bad yeah. jokes are just in a league of their own, I think. So we're going to play a game called Jokes on You. Um, there, was a running, there was a running title called um, I Can't Believe It's Not Better. Um, but we're going to go with Jokes on You. So each of us, me, Jeff, and Kyle, have a sheet... Um, of different terrible jokes and we're going to read them out in a way where we can get one of the other people to laugh or sigh and we get one point if someone else sighs and one and two points if someone else laughs and it's whoever can tell their terrible jokes in the best way is that sound good to everyone please not all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the pause speaks volumes there I, I, I hope the only comedian amongst us wins otherwise <laughs> your 6.30 show 
<laughs> I have not supplied the material. I would just, oh, that's uh, true. Yes. I would just say this, unless I win, in which case I will take the glory. He's going to take your sheet later to your yeah. show. Like, well. <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> that's not meant to be my secret. Right. Can I just check what the, what's the prize? The prize yes. is um, you you, yes. you get a, a starring role in the next uh, comedy festival next year. That's well, I think I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I get to it's choose that. presumptuous <laughs> of you. I'll make my own festival. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> It'll just be one of us. <laughs> okay, so, Jeff, if you want to start? Oh, this is really unfair. Um, all right, then. How does Moses make his tea? How? He brews it. <laughs> that was too much. He brews it. He br- sorry. He brews he, it. He because it's, it's like it's Hebrew. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that sounds a bit like he brews. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like Thank it. You. Thank you. That's great. Four, that's four points to Jeff. Four. Yes. Okay. Wow. Should we just call it off now? <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Okay, Kyle. Ah yes. Right. My the, the, his. Uh, oh, what was the one that I really liked? This is fair. this is just Tim Vine, really. But here we go. I saw this advert in a window that said "Television for sale, one pound, volume stuck on four. I thought I can't turn that down. <laughs> You're just. She laughed. Yeah, but she's not playing. <laughs> oh what? I wasn't listening to the. Oh look, there's a man outside. He looks happy. He laughed too. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff was just looking stone-faced mad. Like. Sorry. Yeah, that's but okay. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> if I can't get Jeff to laugh once, I'm not allowed to do my show <laughs> later. <laughs> He's just like, don't invite right. him back. <laughs> um, I bought the world's worst thes- thesaurus yesterday. Not only is it terrible, it's terrible. Oh. Someone laugh. Oh, that was oh no. Yeah. Uh, I tried. I'd say that's more of a sigh. Thesaurus. That was kind of a sigh. Also, the millennials don't know what a thesaurus is anymore, do they? <laughs> We've got the Google. You're, you're, you kids are pre-millennials, but, uh, but yeah, it's, you're going to need to bring that one forward, I think, into the, to the new century. Oh. Sorry. I was Googling what other words meant. <laughs> and not, only, not only was it terrible. <laughs> <No>. uh, <okay. laughs> See, that got a laugh. <laughs> Points. Points, chart. No. Okay, so, Jeff, round two. Uh, okay. Uh, why did the scarecrow win an award? Why? He was outstanding in his field. <laughs> yeah, that deserves no. That deserves nothing more than it got. Nina's over there having the time of her life. <laughs> Nina's just over there being techie. She's just like, that was the best. The show. She's <laughs> like, I've been to the comedy festival now. If it gets better than this, I don't want to know about it. Okay, Kyle. Yeah. Right. This. I'm. This is. This is awful. I don't know where you got this from. Right. When does a jo- when does a joke become a dad joke? When? When it becomes a parent. A pet. When it becomes a par a parent. A parent. A parent. Oh, you phrase it when obviously. it becomes a parent. Because it's a parent. <laughs> Dan's laughing. That, that is too right? Is that even a joke? <laughs> it's just you going. A parent. A parent. A parent. A parent. I had to read that four times before I understood. <laughs> it becomes apparent. You have to say it in a mad voice for it to even vaguely work. Okay. That's straight in the set. <laughs> uh, what's E.T. short for? I know this one. Because he's got little legs. <laughs> no, but that's not right because it, it's short for extraterrestrial. <laughs> so that's not even correct. 
Because what is ET short for? It's short for extraterrestrial. It's not because he's got short legs. <laughs> is it? Okay, um, Jeff, your turn. I don't like this. I like the new game, which is literal, uh, literal, just anti-jokes. literal one-liners. Why is um, why is six scared of seven? seven? Six is not scared of seven. Six and seven are abstract concepts without the capability, even the most basic human emotions such as fear. It's just the deadpan stare I got. (laughs) Six and seven are numbers and they are not capable of fear. (laughs) Right, I'm telling you. (laughs) Okay, one quick fire round. Jeff, go. Oh, uh, now, um, when is your door not actually a door? (laughs) Please don't tell me this is on there. It is. When it's actually a jar. The first ever joke, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> that deserves that came nothing. down on there. Um, right. What do you call a fly without wings? A walk. Oh, <laughs> got my laugh. Got Come on. <laughs> I feel like I was a laugh too there. <laughs> Are we still scoring? Still stor- scoring. Um... How do you organise a space party? Um, your planet. <laughs> your planet. Like like a like a like a pla- like a pla- yeah. uh, like planet. Yeah, like can I space planet? Can I tell you a? Jo- I don't know many jokes, but can I tell oh, you a <laughs> genuinely good um, space joke on that theme? Because I don't yes. want it be, it's going to be a damp squib, squib otherwise. Right, there's two astronauts in space, um, and, and one of them saying, "I can't uh, get the milk." to stir into my coffee. Can you help? I can't get the milk to stir into my coffee. And the other astronaut says, in space, no one can. Here, use cream. <laughs> it's just, this is just, this just been me laughing at these really bad jokes. And just Nina in the background like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also laughing. I'm loving it. Um, so anyway, at the end of that, I have tallied up the score. Dan, you are last with four points. Right. Well, in fairness, I, I'm not involved in a comedy festival in any way. So, you know. That's true. <laughs> Second place um, with seven points is Jeff. Oh. oh, I thought you won, Jeff. I'm deeply competitive. It, it was with your last one. It was with your last one with two laths. Oh. But you, you now have eight points. So yeah. one, one by one. Oh, Took well it on the line. On the line. Very Thanks, good. Jeff. Well done, Thank Ka- you. Uh, Kyle. Well, Congratulations. Yeah. Given you are the comedian, it's <laughs> probably right. Thank you. And I, you. Feel, and I feel like Jeff was being generous as well at, at times. But thank you. I'm going to add that to my poster That's for uh, next year. <laughs> yeah. uh, winner. Well now. You just put winner in big uh, type, and then underneath you put, uh, I can't believe it's not better, radio quiz uh, 2018. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like it could be a real thing anyway, to be honest. Yeah, it I think does, that's yeah. going on the poster, yeah. But yeah, um, don't forget our question of the day, which is how has comedy helped you? If you want to get in touch, tweet us in at DemonFM, and we'll be sure to read them out at the end of the show. This is a Demon FM. Welcome back to Demon FM. This is the Outer Mission Show, um, live from LCB Depot. I was just echoing the thing, Charlie. You looked so disappointed at me. And I was like, what is going on here? Um, but yeah, this is the end of the show. Oh. It's been it's been good. We've had Whenever I say that, Charlie, you always give the ah oh, sad. I don't know because like it's just sad that we won't be on air again for another two weeks. But yeah. Um, so the question of the day, we got tweets in. Lovely. Always good. Um, the question of the day was, how has comedy helped you? Um, World of Wayne tweeted in saying, comedy helped me through the sadness of my daughter moving out. I'm so proud of her though. 
Oh, you see, I would have been. I don't have kids, but I'd be delighted if my kids moved out. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be making comedy, you'd be like ha ha ha. And so my daughter left the house today. Um, but um, Jack Green tweeted in saying, um, "Yes, of course. Today, in fact, is my one-year anniversary of having lungs, a huge lung surgery at the age of 17. And comedy shows and stand-up com- comedians have helped keep my spirits up." Oh, Christ. I hope you can still laugh with only one lung. <laughs> it could be problematic otherwise. <laughs> that, that laugh it, the other one out. It, it yeah. helped him enormously, and then unfortunately he was rushed back into hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter is not always the best medicine. <laughs> oh, God, imagine. Um, and Molly tweeted and saying, B-movies are a great form of comedy for me. They cheer me up so much. Probably because they're awful, but that's part of the fun. But then I assume that Molly loved the awful joke segment. I bet they did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. Charlie, how does comedy help you? Um, I don't know, it's just whenever it's it's always just great to look at, isn't it? Well not look at, but like watch. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose they're part of If you enjoy looking at it, yeah. then the listening yeah. can be a bonus. Exactly, I suppose, yeah. yeah. But no, it always always cheers you, cheers you up, makes you laugh, so what's yeah. not what not what what's not what I don't know what I'm gonna say. What's <laughs> what's, what's, what's not, not what's like. not what's not what's, what's not, not got to love. But um, yeah, thank you very much to our guests, um, director Pleasure. of Leicester Comedy Festival, Jeff Rowe. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Little bit applause. Uh, <laughs> very mini. <laughs> <laughs> and musical comic extraordinaire once again, Kyle <laughs> the Evans. <laughs> Thanks again for your amazing song that you did for Thank us you. as well. Thank you. Pleasure. Six thirty p.m. tonight. Be there. And people can find you on Twitter at... Kyle D. Evans. How catchy. It's, it's on yeah. There's a few other Kyle D. Evanses. There's, well, there's a country singer and a BMX rider. Um, he, one of them is much cooler than me, and the other one is much more dead than me. So you can't, you can't go too far wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but I think that's all we have time for today on the show. Sad face. It is. So yeah, thank yeah. you, thank you for all of our guests once again. <laughs> Demon FM. <laughs>